Welcome to episode 96 of the Organic Honey Podcast. I am your host, M.T. Stevenson. Inspired by the music group Linkin Park, this episode is called In the End. Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in on yet another Sip and Chat. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to hear from you. And if you're not so new to the podcast, welcome back. I'm so happy to hear from you. Brothers and sisters, recently I was feeling some kind of way. I was all in my emotional feelings. What feelings were they? What emotions were they? Well, I don't rightly know, but I knew I was somewhere between melancholy and confused. But nonetheless, I was feeling some type of way and I turned to music. So as I'm listening to one of my favorite playlists, I stumbled across Linkin Park's In The End. I love Linkin Park's music because their lyrics always resonate with something that's going on in my life at that moment. And this song was no exception. I'm going to read to you, brothers and sisters, the chorus to the song in the end. And then, well, we'll see what happens after that. So the lyrics go as follows. I tried so hard and got so far. In the end, it doesn't even matter. I had to fall to lose it all, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. That sums up the last six weeks of my life. And brothers and sisters, I am ready to talk about it. So grab your tea mugs and your coffee mugs. It is time for a good old-fashioned sip and chat. The last six weeks of my life have been upside down, topsy-turvy. It has been, as Charles Dickens once said in The Tale of Two Cities, the best of times and the worst of times. And some of those times were congruent to one another. I just could not believe the parallels and the paradoxes of my life as I so-called knew it. And I must say, brothers and sisters, my life has changed in a way that I did not think was imaginable. But I do know that with God, all things are possible. After I was terminated from a job that I really grown to love for the last six and a half years, I was of course angry, upset, and confused. But mostly I was disappointed that I was no longer able to assist my husband in our household duties and for our lifelong goals. We were on a trajectory to do something great. And we still are, but at the time, I thought that it came to a complete halt. We were doing just fine. So I thought we both were working, we were saving our money, we were investing wisely, we were not spending frivolously, and things were starting to calm down. It wasn't erratic at first, but things would just seem to be moving along at a nice pace. Even before I lost my job, there were some things going on at my job that went haywire. But I really thought that the dust was going to settle and that everything would be smooth sailing, at least for a while. And once I was terminated, that was not the case. And I was so disappointed in myself because I said, I feel so guilty for putting my husband in a predicament of uncomfort. And that hurt my heart, brothers and sisters. But I am blessed to have the husband that I have because he rest assured me that it will all be okay. He was holding it down, brothers and sisters. And he stepped up 
When I wanted to lay down, he told me to get up. When I wanted to cry my eyes out, he dried my tears. And when I wanted to wallow in self-pity, he blew his gym class teacher whistle and told me to get my butt up and get moving because he knew that I was not good at standing still. So I did just that. I filled out a lot of applications. I filed for my unemployment and I kept the house clean. I ran errands. I made sure our finances were in order until the next phase comes. And then the hardest part happened. I had to wait. Patience, brothers and sisters, has never been quite my thing. But I had no other choice but to wait. And just when I was getting acclimated to the wait, and I thought to myself, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. The Lord did not bring us this far for no reason. And he didn't. And I told myself, if I could just be patient and do well and not be weary while I'm doing well, it will all work out for its end. And, well, brothers and sisters, that's not exactly what happened. It seemed as though somewhere between week three and week five, the walls of Jericho came crashing down yet again. I thought that I was cleaning up the rubble just fine from the first time, but apparently I was not. Let's start with the job applications. I filled out almost 45 job applications within three different job search engines. And after 45 job applications, 12 of them turned me down in a three day session. What you mean I don't qualify for this position? What do you mean you're not hiring right now? Then why are you up there? What do you mean that you're not taking on any more applicants at this time? Again, why did you post it in the first place? I was becoming mad with the systems because I wasn't chosen. And you know what? I had to realize, brothers and sisters, that it was not personal. These companies are representing a bigger conglomerate. And what they want is up to them to choose who they think is right for the job. And I wasn't that candidate. I'm not sure exactly why, and it really doesn't matter. Maybe they found someone in the meantime. Maybe my credentials wasn't behoove of what they wanted. Maybe I was overqualified for what they intended. Maybe they didn't want to pay me what they thought I thought I was worth. Maybe they know they couldn't pay me what they thought I was worth. Either way, I was turned down and I had to accept that. So that was two major things that I had to accept. That my past employment is no longer for me. And that the jobs that I filled out for may not always want me. Then, as I filed for unemployment and had to wait, that was a big ordeal. I waited and waited and waited. They finally gave me an interview date. And I waited for the interview. They were supposed to call me by phone a specific day and time. And I waited. And they didn't call. Then, I called them a week later and says, hey, I was supposed to have an interview, and it didn't happen. So they expedited my case and said that I would be contacted shortly, but they cannot tell me when shortly was going to be. So more waiting. As I'm waiting, I'm getting more anxious because I'm thinking to myself, 
It doesn't take long to say no, so what is the deal? But nonetheless, I still had to wait. And then they called me. They called me just as I was conducting an interview with a potential employer, which means I missed the phone call. And then they left a message saying that they will call me again before 5 p.m. And I waited and I waited and I waited and it didn't happen. A week later, I got a letter to say that I was denied my benefits, but not for missing the interviews and not for unable to contact them. They said that I was turned down for my benefits because of various reasons. I broke a rule and they couldn't compensate breaking a rule. What? What are you talking about? I was devastated because I really thought that unemployment was going to come through for me and then I will be fine. But that was not the case. So there was no new job in my immediate future and no unemployment. So now what? I started to become anxious. I started to become jittery. But I still kept my faith. I kept saying to myself, God did not bring me this far for no reason. Perhaps this is indeed a test. Let's see how patient I can be and let me just sit to the side and let him work it out. And that's what I did. But brothers and sisters, that do not make the task any easier. While I was waiting for all of that, I was also waiting for my PTO. When I was dismissed from my prior job, I still had a few hours of paid time off that was not paid out to me. Brothers and sisters, this is where it gets crazy. So I contact my former employer and ask them, where is my paid time off? They asked me, what do I mean? I went on to explain that I was terminated on such and such a date and I had this many hours of PTO remaining that have yet to be paid out to me and it has now been four and a half to five weeks. They said, get this brothers and sisters, they said, we have no records of you being terminated. You are still very much active. What? Are you serious? What do you mean I'm active? They sent me a letter and a phone call saying that I was gone. I've been out of work and out of money for four weeks. What do you mean I'm still active? I was terminated. They said, according to our systems, you were not. You can knock me over with a feather, brothers and sisters. I could not believe this, but everything started to make sense. I was unable to get unemployment because according to the state, I was still employed and they thought that I was trying to commit fraud and meaning that I was trying to get fired so I could get unemployment because according to their computer systems and such, I was still employed. This was why I didn't get my paid time off because I was still employed. This is why I didn't get 
all these other things that I thought I was supposed to get because I was still employed. So that let me know that it was not my fault. Someone dropped the ball and this was things that were well beyond my control. And I was thinking to myself, what now? What now? I can't get unemployment because I'm terminated yet still active. I cannot get my PTO because I'm terminated yet still active. And no other job wants me now. What? So after much prayer and a little self-pity, I decided to pick myself up once again with God's help and forge ahead. So I threw all of my energy into creating some new topics for this podcast right here, Organic Honey Podcast. And it's been a lot of things that came out of that creativity that kept me going. And I am so blessed and so happy that I'm able to share my heart with each and every one of you. And just know that, brothers and sisters, if any of these things are happening to you, You are not by yourself. You have a sister in me and we can always sip and chat about it because this is how we heal the world. This is how we heal ourselves. One conversation at a time. So after much consideration, much revelation and much prayer, I've decided to just be patient and listen to the voice of God. And once I stopped trying to control things that I could not control, things just started to lift up slowly but surely. Yes, I was turned down by 12 different jobs, but I've had not one, not two, but three interviews of jobs that I filled out for. And all the positions seemed great. And then I got a call. From another company that was willing to interview me and hire me right then and there. I could not believe it. I said, finally, this is it. But the thing was, it seemed so long in my mind. But in reality, it took a blink of an eye. It went from point A to point B in about three seconds. I could not believe it. I got another call for another interview while I was interviewing for that position. And it all seemed to fall in place right after that. And I'm thinking, okay, let me just keep doing this patience thing. Because patience is indeed a virtue. This is why it's one of the fruits of the Spirit. And it's letting God know that you trust Him. So let me just sit back and wait. I went to the interview, the first one, and they did indeed hire me. I was able to do the background checks. They took all the paperwork, and they basically said, you have the job. We will give you a call the following week, and they did, and it happened so quickly. And I don't want to say the name of the company. I don't want to say where it is, but I must say this. It is the opportunity of a lifetime. Never did I ever think that this will happen. It is a corporate setting. 
I will be an assistant to a group of caterers that caters to a specific clientele of business people. And I'm just going to leave it at that. But this job is in the heart of downtown Chicago. It has better pay, better hours, better benefits. And the thing is, again, I will not mention the name of the company, but it is a subsidiary of the company that had terminated me yet was still active. So in other words, I found a job within the same company that got rid of me. I could not believe it. Could not believe it. And once I got there to the new job, it was as if I worked there my entire life. Everyone was so welcoming. Everybody was so warm. It's laid back. It is chilled. And I could take my time and development of the task and doing it correctly and accurately is more important than anything else. They were just happy that I showed up because they was having problems getting people to stay. And I was sitting there thinking, are you serious? It's sort of like working at a concession stand somewhere and end up working for Disney World. It's that much of a leap. And they embraced me as if I was a veteran there. And I cannot thank God and that company enough for taking a chance on me. And because it was in the same subsidiary as the company that just dismissed me, I was able to regain my benefits. I was able to transfer all of my other PTO and personal time. I didn't lose anything. I just gained a different environment and a different experience. Brothers and sisters, patience has to be the best reward you will ever receive next to breathing life. Being patient pays off because God does not let his children fall. And once I walked through those doors into the new job in a place where I felt like I belong somewhere I belong it is indeed another Lincoln Park song by the way I walked into somewhere I belonged and I just felt that everything I went through was not what you call in vain but it just didn't matter I fought so hard to keep something that was no longer putting me in a position of service or no longer useful and I got so far fighting these battles just to never really see the end. And in the end of it all, after being turned down, after being kicked aside, after being terminated, after being rejected, none of that mattered because I stepped right into the place that I'm supposed to be in this season. In this season. I represent a company in which justice always prevails. I have always fought for justice, whether it was my own or someone else's. I have always fought for fairness. I have always argued to be treated as an equal, to be treated with humanity. And now I work in a place now who represents justice of the humanity of life. I can't believe it. And just the environment is different. 
It's just different. I went from a basement in which I was just one of many to a upper floor in which I was family. And it all happened in a second. It seems as though that when things in your life change, it seems as though they go forever. But I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, it happened instantaneously. And I am almost choked up beyond belief that this happened to me. This happened for me. And it's happened because God allowed it to be me. I am so thankful. And brothers and sisters, what I learned from all of this is that in the end, whatever you went through, whatever was negative, whatever seemed to pull you down, it does not matter. It just doesn't. You can't go back and change it. You can't go back to fix it. All you can do is take a lesson from it, internalize that lesson, and grow into your purpose with it. That's all you can do, and that is all that is required. In the end, it doesn't matter because whatever you think you have going on in your mind, God has the final say. And boy, am I glad that God had the final say of what happens to me and to you and for everyone that we love and touch. God has the final say. And when you stop fighting the resistance because you want it done your way, it will work out for you in ways unimaginable. In this new job, not only am I treated like family, I'm being represented by a hug and a warm smile and just happy that my presence is there. And I feel the same way about each and every one of them. I'm just happy to see their faces. These people come to work with smiles on their faces. They love what they do. And I see why. Because it's the environment. It's in the heart of downtown. You can see views. You can see people at work. You can try out different cuisines. There's so much that you can do. I feel as though that I'm learning another aspect of myself just for having the chance to work in such a prestigious type of place. And even though I felt as though I lost so much, I didn't lose anything. The only thing I gained was rest because I needed my strength to go to the next. God just wanted to push me forward. And sometimes God will eliminate things out of your life to push you into something else. And brothers and sisters, I am telling you, when that happens, let God lead you. And if you are not a believer, just believe in yourself at least because your intellect, your mindset, it will lead you to the right path. But I trust God. I trust God. God will never let his children fall. He, in fact, he will pick you up and give you a kiss and place you right where you need to be so that you could pursue purpose. And just remember, no matter what, in the end, Everything of the past just doesn't matter. So brothers and sisters, thank you all so much. Make sure you listen to the very end of this podcast so you know how to get in touch with me because I really want to hear the sound of your beautiful voices. And make sure you also like, subscribe, share, comment, and all of that good stuff 
all of those terminologies, you know that some of which I do not like, but I still want you to do it because I love you, brothers and sisters. And it's time for a family reunion, don't you think? Let me know. Just let me know. I'm always here for you. But until next time, take care. God bless. And remember, I love you. Bye. Brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning into the Organic Honey Podcast. New episodes come out every Tuesday and Friday. Find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. Also, check me out on Wisdom for live sipping chats. Feel free to rate, comment, follow, and subscribe to the show as well. Thank you for allowing my heart to flow to your ears. Until next time, stay blessed.